All right, you want the crazy intro? How about this? Let's pump this up. No, how about this? I just give a quick intro, and then our music plays, and then we start talking. So I've started writing the actual intro, but I'll have it done by next week. But for this one, just, you know, say, like, welcome to Three Drink Minimum. He's Don. I'm Eric. Let's get started. And then our music plays, and then we go. Okay, we just did it. Let's go. Ta-da! What are we talking about tonight, Eric? Talking about crashing. We're talking about why you think Wheeler Walker Jr. is a piece of shit and uh, why I'm going to fight you with the, on that. We're going to talk about the MAGA hat situation. Actually, we'll talk about uh, crashing on, on Last Call. And then we're going to talk about why I am depressed. And um, What do you want to start with? Whatever you want. All right. Let's start with the MAGA hat teenagers and the indian dude banging the drum in their face in washington did you watch any of that yeah i saw uh the video that one side was putting out and the video that the other side was putting out yeah here's my thing it's this aggressive victimization Mm -hmm. these kids were in their own group they weren't doing anything except they were being loud doing chants doing school cheers and stuff and this nathan phillips the indian dude which, he's done this before, puts himself into a situation where he doesn't belong, walked into a group of minors. These are children. Walked into that group and was banging his drum in their faces. And the kids smiled, and people are calling for these kids to be killed. Well, the one that's bugging me the most is... Oh, yeah, such a punchable face. Just a punchable face. It's like, why are you calling for violence? Yes, People are calling for this kid who his only crime was to stand still and smile at an old dude banging a drum in his face. It's like I would be like smiling like what the fuck is going on too? Well, the thing that bugs me the most about that is the is the pe- like I said the people saying oh it's such a punchable face and you know calling for the death and calling for beating him up. Yeah. The people who call for violence are people who have never been in a violent altercation. Yeah. Well, maybe. Um you ever been punched in the face? Like, legit? Like, no. It, it's brutal. Yeah, you I don't know. want... Yeah. yeah. Um, I was on Nathan Phillips' side. Well, when I first saw it. Yeah. Definitely. As most of America was. Then I watched the full video, and then I thought, okay, I was no longer against these kids, but I was still giving Nathan Phillips the benefit of the doubt. Until I saw a CNN interview where he said he was surrounded by a bunch of... He was surrounded by a mob who was ready to tear him apart. Pause. What? I will. Um, I'm in. But he said he was surrounded by a mob who was waiting for a chance to tear him apart. Now, first off, he's claiming to know what these children are thinking. And second of all, those kids didn't look like they were ready to tear anybody apart. They were laughing and, and, and chanting along with them. Doing a fucking haka. I mean, they there was no anger on that side of the fence but he went on cnn and spread a lie after the fact and at that point i started thinking nathan phillips is a piece of shit now you have they say you have to respect him because he's a veteran i will respect a veteran for their service to the country Mm -hmm. but that does not extend to their actions outside of service when they walk up to children and try and make a political statement yeah um Oh, this had me riled this weekend. I was uh, hot. I didn't give a fuck. Um, 
the reason I don't give a fuck is because this is just, again, one of those things that come, you know, the left is going to have their, push their propaganda on it. The the right's going to do the same. And at the end of the day, this is all just, what I hate, the what bugs me the most about any situation like this is, this is all just one big distraction. The government loves this shit. Yeah. When it happens. This of is they're they like, do. oh my god, they're focusing on a fucking seventeen year old and an Indian guy and we're gonna do our shit and let them focus on that. Well they're not doing shit right now, they're shut well, down. Yeah. But you know, the you know, it's uh, But people are so distracted. It's it's this aggressive victimization that just pisses yeah. me off. It's it's like uh it's like I'm sure that we need to have Officer Strash on one of these days to talk about this here. But when you hear about a woman who is hitting and hitting and hitting a guy, cuss him out, hitting him, and he shows so much restraint, and then he just puts his hands on her and pushes her back, and she calls the cop and says, I'm a victim because yeah. he pushed me. It's like that aggressive victimization. Now, that's not to say that all women yeah. do that. I'm just saying that those situations happen. Well— it's and another another comment I saw on it was that the MAGA hat is the new white hood. Oh yeah. It's like is it though are you really familiar with what the Ku Klux Klan did? Yeah. It's not the, the MAGA hat same. is not but they you know what? If you can put a label on somebody that is so hateful that you can do anything to them, you have the power of the situation. It doesn't matter whether you're right morally or not, you can label that person a Nazi you can label that person a Ku Klux Klan, Ku Klux Klan member, yeah. and you are allowed to do whatever you want to and claim the moral high ground. But you don't have the moral high ground. Yeah, and you, you, know, you said Nazi. That's another thing I really hate. They're like, well, they're Nazis. Oh, are they Are they killing millions of people? Are they killing one? Yeah, are they killing one? And uh, when I saw, it's, hey, we can punch Nazis because we fought a war against Nazis. It's like, yeah, that was a declaration of a war. Against a country. That wasn't you going out and being an asshole against one person. Well, yeah. And sure. There's a difference. If there is a real, real Nazi, yeah, punch him. But I say no. Don't punch a real Nazi. A real Nazi has freedom of speech. Yeah, true. Don't punch a real Nazi. Now, if there is a real Nazi movement and they are uh, killing people, if they are... Uh, well, that's what I mean by real yeah. Nazi. Like. Yeah, if they if they are doing any actions, yeah, defend people. That's but what I mean. Speech, no. The the cure for bad speech is more speech. But don't just go punch somebody because they're wearing a MAGA hat. Like uh, another hate symbol that I saw today. They because to since the full video came out and it turns out the kids weren't aggressive like they said they were. They started looking into these kids' backgrounds to try and justify. Instead of just backing off and saying, you know what, maybe we were mistaken on this one. People started doubling down. And they showed from the high school uh, basketball team. And the kids were on the basketball court doing the white power symbol. I'm going to do this real quick for you, the white power symbol that they're doing. Yeah. What is that? That's okay. No. What no, is- that's three. 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 I didn't. I didn't tell you what it was, did I? I don't know sports, and I know this it's is basketball. a three pointer. Yeah, that's basketball. There's all kinds of different things. There's but like- because they had these kids from this Catholic high school on the basketball court, and they were all holding up their hands, doing the gesture for three point. They're saying, "Oh no, that's a white power symbol," yeah. 
and that proves they're racist. So we don't have to go into this video and prove they're racist wow. because now we've gone back and proved they're I racist some other way. I didn't see that. That is insane. Because they double down on this shit. If I'm watching a basketball game, my favorite team hits a three, I jump up and I go like this or watch one of these black yeah. basketball players in the NBA. They throw that symbol out a lot. That was my response to somebody. They go like somebody. this. They go yeah. like this. They, That's they what, that was that. my response to one of those people on Twitter. They had posted that picture, and I just responded with all these uh, black basketball players, professional. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. I guess you don't know what a three-pointer is. <laughs> no shit. Here you go. You ever heard of Steph Curry? <laughs> Dude but, does that shit a lot. Man, I thought this was going to take a little bit longer time. We kind of agree on this shit. Well, yeah, I mean, I generally – we agree on most things. And see, if we had a much bigger audience, like a way bigger audience, like we were a big podcast, I, I think it's kind of funny because week to week, we'd probably get called like alt-right Nazis. And then the next week, we'd probably get called like, you know, feminist pussy left. leftist. Yeah. Like, yeah. But here's the thing. We're so – in the. me and you are both so in the middle. Now, I think we disagree on some things, but like – yeah, and that's the problem, is I'm defending these kids because they did nothing wrong. So, in doing so, I started getting tw- followers on Twitter that were these MAGA people that I don't want to be associated with. But, man, they started following me on Twitter because of me defending these kids. And it's like, I'm I'm not one of you. We happen to agree on this one thing, but I'm not one of you. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, if if I like, you know, they start following me, I just like think. So can't wait for the next gay wedding. Like, you know? Hey, let them follow me. Yeah, it's I fine. had my I had my first person actually block me mid conversation oh, on Twitter. I've had that a few times. Yeah, I, this is my first one. I was so happy. Um, I well, see, you said you're defending the kids. I didn't. I don't defend the kids. I don't defend the guy. I don't defend any of them because I honestly don't give a fuck. If it wasn't for those hats. This would be a non-issue. Exactly. And here's the thing. Who I think thought a hat would be so symbolic? If it had not been for the hat, I don't think that Nathan Phillips would have walked into that group. Yeah. He walked into that group to target the hat because he had his people there with him with cameras to take the picture and then posted the lie that the kids had surrounded him. Have we? So they went in looking. They they were there. Here's what I think. Because if you watch the full video, the uh, black guys, the black Hebrew Israelites or whatever, they're a little bit nuts. They're crazy. But they were walking around. They kept on calling themselves Inse- lions. Yeah, and they would call the other kids well, yeah, they, call, they were calling the kids all kinds of names. But they were walking around looking for a chance to prove how big they were looking for an enemy. They were yeah. looking for something. So they went up to the kids. These are teenagers. They went up to them and said, look at all these people, and we're standing here like lions, just four of us. It's like, you're not lions if you're standing there next to a bunch of children. Well, that's the thing. Even if these kids were in the wrong, at the end of the day, they're, they're children. fucking kids, dude. 15, 16, 17-year-old kids. Yeah. You're a grown-ass adult ask, act in the same way. Right. And Shouldn't but, you be at work or something? Thing. What the Nathan fuck are you Phillips, doing? Nathan Phillips, I think, walked into that crowd because his people wanted a picture. They had had their march during the day, and they they... They thrive on confrontation. They wanted to have confrontation at their march, and they didn't have it. So they went looking for a picture. Mm-hmm. And they walked up to those kids. They saw the MAGA hats, and he walked up to a kid wearing a MAGA hat to get the picture. That's all he wanted was that little bit of video so he could say, look what happened to us, and play the victim and say, go to our uh, GoFundMe page. or our- Yeah. Did you see the 
Family. I don't know if that's true. That's my Did you see the conjecture. family that they thought that that kid was the kid in the picture? No. And it wasn't him. And he was his family. Some innocent family? His family was getting death threats and everything. At a fa- at one of their family members' weddings, they had people showing up doing all this shit. A disaster. It's like, why are you guys That wasn't even so, related. That wasn't even related to the issue. Why, why do they care so much? Why? That's what I don't get. Why do you care so much? I don't know. Like, do you not have, like, kids and lives and families and careers and hobbies and things? Like, Kathy Griffin. Like, bitch, go make a movie or something. Motherfucker, she was calling out saying, Doxy's kids. I want them yeah. shamed. Yeah. It's like, you're an adult. A older adult. I don't know. She's really getting up there. But... Yeah. Celebrity Death Pool 2019. Uh, well, let's put her 2022. No, let's... No, Let me no, call her 2022. Might, yeah, we'll give her a 2022. She'll be up there. Yeah. But, like, her... And, you know, like... And, like, when she did that thing with the head of Donald Trump... Yeah. That's in such poor taste, no matter if you're I left don't mind or right. It. I don't mind that she did that. Why? Because it was a photo shoot, and it was it? just... Is this Ned Stark? You know, you got Ned Stark's yeah. head? Like, so go ahead. It don't. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't bother me. It but doesn't it's take in poor any taste. It, maybe uh, depending on where the poor taste really depends on where it's put. And for the magazine that it was going to, I don't think it was in poor taste. It was fitting. What do you think Kathy Griffin would say if it was James Woods holding the head of Barack Obama? Well, the, she would say that she didn't like it, but that's fine. She can say that. She would be calling for his head. Maybe. See, that's a problem. There's no, there's no, it's, I can't even think of the word for it. There's, it's just. So you don't like celebrities targeting these children like that? Well, I don't like people having a massive platform calling for bad things to happen to kids. Right. This is going to bring us into a problem with one of your big guys. Who's, okay, what's, what, okay, yeah, the Wheeler Walker Jr. Wheeler Walker Jr. So what is it? What's your problem with I'm the gonna, Wheeler? I'm going to bring up this picture first. I, I, I got a picture of this as a screen cap. He's since made his uh, Twitter account uh, private, so you can't go to his Twitter account right now. At least an hour ago, you couldn't go to his Twitter account because of the backlash on this. Mm-hmm. I want you to read that. I know I have fans in Paris Hill, Kentucky. If you know this little shit, punch them in the nuts and send me the video of it, and I'll send you my albums on vinyl autographed. Um, That's a piece of shit move. Yeah, well, I know he's a character. I know he's not. I know Wheeler Walker Jr. is not a real man. He's a character of Ben Hoffman. Of Ben Hoffman. It doesn't matter. Uh, ben Hoffman is a piece of shit. Here's the thing. Um, That's not comedy. Right. He's, you're right. That's he's not bribing. Comedy. Somebody he's he's offering a reward yeah. for abuse. Now On a he may make he may be making it as a joke. I don't care if it's a kid or anybody. A kid makes it worse. But calling bribing somebody to go attack somebody else with the reach he has, there are crazy people out there that would take that as gospel. I agree. Um, I think now I will separate that from his uh, character and his actual uh, product. He's an entertainer. That doesn't change his songs. His songs are still funny. But that action makes him a piece of shit. I did see that action. It makes him a funny piece of shit. But he's still a piece of shit. I think he did what most of America did and had the knee-jerk reaction to what we first saw. Yeah. 
You and can have a knee-jerk reaction, and but not. to actually call for abuse of children. I don't I care think what. it was a – from reading it, my knee-jerk reaction to it is I think it was a intended to be a joke, but – if you have that reach, not, that is not a joke. Yeah, that's not the joke. Duh. Yeah, that is not a joke if you have that reach. And that's a lot come for me because, you know, with me in comedy, I go, I'm no holds barred. Um, but that's attacking somebody's person. Yeah, and that's really not a joke. I mean, when you actually yeah. say, I'm going to give you signed merchandise. Well, I think it's a me video. joke by, you know, punch him in the nuts. That's um, something Wheeler Walker Jr. would say. You know what? If he says, you, if he was to make that joke say, uh, that he was going to go out today and punch a MAGA hat wearing motherfucker in the nuts. That would be a joke. Well, yeah. To post a picture of the child in question and say, "Here is the kid. Go punch him in the nuts and send me video." I don't. He. I don't think he said to punch him in the nuts because he was wearing a MAGA hat because he is very in the middle. Um, no, I he's think not. He's pretty. His in character the is in the middle. He's, he's not. I've seen – he's pretty in the middle, trust me. Um, and yeah, he and didn't say MAGA hat, but he did say if you know this piece of shit. Here's the thing. Him and his character are not that different. Mm, okay. They – it's basically Ben Hoffman changed his name to Wheeler Walker Jr. All right. Um, I don't defend it. It's bad. It wasn't a good idea. Uh, but I think well, I that was think, my thing, just to tell you that your yeah. hero is a piece. No, of shit. I don't think he was a piece of shit. I think that t- that tweet was a piece of shit move, right? That, that was a piece of shit thing to do. It, I don't consider him a piece of shit. He did one stupid thing, and he did that one stupid thing. This isn't like Kathy Griffin, who you know constantly what? attacks it. You know what? I will. He spends most of his day attacking Luke Bryan and Sam Hunt. I'm going to do what actions. I. Have said, I've been saying that people should do this more often. I'm going to do what I've been saying they should do. I may be wrong on this one. You may be right. I'm going to back off a little bit on this one. Just like I don't think Louis should have to pay forever yeah. for his actions. Well, and like I said, I don't think I, I, I have to extend that to a comment that I hate. And I, and I really just, I think this comment is kind of worse than what Louis ever did. But. <laughs> Maybe. Louie asked permission from everybody yeah, that okay, he... Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, is this going to affect his career? Is he no. going to still go to Rocklahoma? Yep. I I know he uh, shut down his Twitter. D- Damage control, I guarantee he was like going, oh, shit, this oh, shit, This is oh, shit. going to blow over in a day. It, it's not going to affect his career at all. Uh, uh, it's not. I I'll tell you right you. now, a lot of his fans are the MAGA people. Yeah, but and it's not them going to affect it, I promise. And no, a lot of his, I don't think a lot of his fans are the MAGA people. I think it's actually quite opposite. I think a lot of his fans are left-leaning. Because, okay, this year at Rocklahoma, okay. it's generally pretty 50-50 on the left and the right in that type of crowd. If you just go based off of, now this could just be completely wrong of me, but if you see somebody and they look like they're a hippie, I'm going to assume that they're on that they're left leaning, and then you see somebody that's you know, fucking yeah, man, check out my truck. Your I family, should. yeah. <laughs> Except my family is actually not too right leaning. I know at all. your family's not, but man, if I saw them and I didn't know yeah, them, yeah, you would assume. I would assume. Um, I would. 
Yeah. Your brother is giving me the stink eye right now, but look at him sitting there. Would you not guess that leprechaun <laughs> motherfucker was a... Yeah, he, he'd he be right wing. Well, actually, I have a I have a stand-up joke that I just wrote about how anytime somebody sees me, they just assume that I'm on the right, but also, you know, uh, you know yeah, I'm not. You know, I have a whole joke about it. But, um... No, this doesn't affect his career in the slightest. Your He'll brother's trying fine. to talk to me, and I'm going to offer him this pen and pa- uh, paper to write what he wants to say to me down so he doesn't uh, have to be on mic. No, this but doesn't he's affect looks at me confused. I'm not sure if he knows how to write. <laughs> now, the thing I'm going to say about Wheeler in this situation is I think this was a one-time – he's never had anything like that. And, you know, he'll get on there and say, fuck Sam Hunt, fuck Luke Bryan, fuck Kelsey Ballerini. But th- that's music and right. comedy, and that's on brand right. for him. Well, he he's attacked the, the yodeling king. kid too. Yeah, you know, fuck the yodel kid. Uh, he's the pussy king, the pop country killing machine. Yeah. Uh, but as far as that goes, I think it was a one-time mistake that uh, based off his knee-jerk reaction, he thought that would be funny, and then everything else came out, and it backfired – I don't think this is like Kathy Griffin, who is truly that evil and well, hates. Okay. I think he just made a mistake. But I don't condone it. I, I you, don't like that no, post. You have, you have changed my mind. I mean, he has deleted the post. He hasn't offered an apology yet. And I don't know if his character, I don't know if he's allowed within his character to apologize for something like that. Because his character is a cocky son no, of a bitch. No, let's put it this way. Wheeler is not that big of a celebrity. I mean, he's F-list. Yeah, but I'm I'm just so saying. I yeah. don't think so. As far as hurting his career, I don't. think No, I'm, I'm just saying. As far as his character, uh, the character of Wheeler Walker Jr. is arrogant and doesn't back down. I'm not sure if he, if his character will allow him to to stay within character, if he would be allowed yeah. to <sighs> apologize See, for the tweet. Maybe. What the do you thing, think? The thing I know though is, well, I don't know for sure because I've never actually spoke to him. But from what I understand. I didn't sign. I'm sewing. I'm sewing you. What the hell does that mean? What? I didn't. You, you're okay. His brother wrote, "I didn't sign. I'm sewing you." Yeah, he meant suing, but he's a dumb shit. Oh, he's suing. He spelled suing S E W I N G. Jake, you can't prove that you're here and your voice is not on the mic. And at this point, if you do say something, you're doing it voluntarily. So that's on you. Um. As far as this Wheeler thing, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, you've changed my mind, um, kind of. I've backed off. He's not a piece of shit person. But that was I'm a saying, piece of like, shit post made by a regular guy with his character, with the Wheeler Walker Jr. character, from the interviews and the past things I've seen and all things like that. Um, Wheeler is just an extension of Ben Hoffman. Yes, but uh, it's not just an extension. If you look at at least on Twitter. Is which is the only ex- yeah. exposure I've got on that character on on the way he talks, and it's always arrogant and he doesn't back down from shit. Now, do you know who Steve Austin is? Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin. Steve, like he says all the time, Stone Cold was just an extension of me. That's truly me. I just took it up a bunch okay, of degrees. But he's taking. But and it's the same similar thing. Is, but this is an air. Will Walker Jr. is arrogant and. Is uh, I don't know if within the character he would be allowed to apologize yeah. as that character. Do you think? Mm, I don't think he needs to because it's going to blow over. But do you think he? Do you think the character would? I'm saying if it was something that he needed to apologize for, 
do you think the character do you think he, that character is so locked into a certain persona that he would not be able to apologize? No, nah, I think he could apologize. You think that yeah. the the character of Wheeler Walker Jr. could apologize? Yeah. Because I think Okay. You know what? If the character of Wheeler Walker Jr. apologizes, I will take back the piece of shit comment. Yeah. I don't Because there's a piece of shit post made by but I don't him. see him as but, a piece of shit because. But of if it. he if he doesn't take if he doesn't apologize for it, if he doesn't back off from it, I guess closing down his Twitter account is backing off a bit. But does he need to? Just like does Kathy Griffin need to apologize? No, none of them need to apologize. Not, not to me. Well, not to anybody. You don't. Uh, he needs to apologize to that kid. Yeah. Okay, you're right because he didn't do anything wrong. You're right. You're that, right. You're 100 percent right. But on a funnier note, let's go to funny. Did you watch this last episode of Crashing or the new season premiere? Yes. If we go to Crashing now, though, I mean we're at 24 minutes. What are we gonna do for well, last call? We still call? got Crashing and how fucking depressed I am. So and I you and do last call is how depressed you are. Is that really a last call topic? No. Let's talk about how depressed you are first. Or do you want to do that? For, okay, yeah. Or does I'll, it I'll you, or does crashing lead into it? I'll just tell you why it? I'm depressed. All right, let's talk. Um, I'm sad because... Actually, fuck it. I don't even need to talk about it. Well, I guess I'm sad just because I know with my next journey into my career, I would have to give up stand-up. And that makes me sadder than anything on the planet because I work so hard at it. I put so much time into it and... Okay. It's um, one of the things that truly, truly why, make me happy. Why would, that, why would you have to give that up? The hours wouldn't work with open mics. Maybe. You don't know yet. Well, yeah. I, that, that's why I'm, I said I don't need to get into it because I'm worrying about things that don't exist yet. Okay. You're worrying about things that don't exist. But, but you are depressed. The, the depression potential. is a real thing, and that's what I want to talk about. Yeah. It is affecting you. Yeah. And so just because... You're, you can't blow it off and say, you know what, I'm depressed, and then say, oh, wait, I'm just depressed because of things that won't happen. Sure, think, I agree with you, those things might not happen, but you are still depressed. Yeah. So that's something maybe you should talk about. Well, I sit there and I think about how I wouldn't be able to see my daughter as much as I would want to. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there with my wife last night while she was taking a bath and talking to her, and I was thinking about, man, if I end up... You know, with what I was talking about earlier in my next career, it... Now, do we want to mention why your career is in transition? I mean, I can, yeah. I mean... I mean, context. Company kind of going into the shit or make cuts. Company that you were were working for made cuts and you didn't make the cut. Yeah, so they're... Now you have to find a different job somewhere yeah. else. <clears throat> now here's that's okay. Thing. You have a trade that is a valuable trade well, to have. The, there's good. There's pros and cons to it. The pros are I'm going to be paid market now. Yeah. The market price, which is uh, double one hundred, well over double for sure, and potentially triple what I was making at my last Which job. is good. And um, but the cons are with hours. The hours and things, I wouldn't see my daughter as much. I wouldn't see my wife as much. I couldn't do comedy. I could. I would have a hard time doing this. And the, those are the things that mean the most of my life. And I can't put a dollar sign on all those things. Okay. Um, let me just comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can still – you have a piece of paper and a pencil, right? 
Yeah. Write that shit down. And if you have it in you, just go ahead and make a YouTube video. It may not be on mic in front of a, a crowd, but you're still performing that function. It well, still gets that, those muscles going until you get time to hit those open the mics. The reason that's hard is because so much of my performing is feeling the crowd. Yeah. Like, I was telling Kendra the exact joke I used the other night. Exactly word for word. And she's just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's good. But when I was on stage, it went really, really good because I can feel the crowd. Right. I know when to pause. There is that difference. Deliver. Exactly. I think that's kind of what makes me a little bit if – you, if somebody asked me how long have you been doing stand-up, and I told them I feel like most people would be surprised just because I have a good feel for – I am just naturally have a feel for the stage and when to pause and timing and things like that. I'm pretty good at that. So that helps a lot. It's not that my jokes are great. I don't think my jokes are great. It's I think I have good delivery. Your your Uncle Don did give you a pretty good joke. You though. gave me a great joke. It went really well. Uh, Eric, if you had listened to a previous episode when I told the DUI carnival mm-hmm. joke. Eric's using that on stage Eric now. is using that. So For now. Don is going to add to his resume. It, well, as soon as Eric gets paid, Don is going to write professional joke comic writer. writer. Well, here's the thing. If I didn't think that there's at least a potential of me at some point in my life making it a career, I wouldn't be upset. But I do know that there is, there's always a potential that at some point, just the right time, it could be. Who's to say that, you know, I, I'm doing the open mic scene for a while and they're like, hey, I want you to open for tonight. You're going to open for uh, this comedian coming into town. And I do, and that comedian loves me. And they're like, hey, do you want to come with me? Sure. Be my opener? Um, like, oh, who knows? Like crashing. Oh yeah, sure. like I guess opening like opening episode of Crashing, but I mean in a in a different way. Okay. Um, um, well, I'll tell you this: there's nothing I love more. I mean, outside of my family, I mean, I, I was laying in bed last night and I was writing jokes and I felt so sad but so happy at the same time, just because it's the last thing I ever want to give up. And okay, so I've never loved a use, hobby like I love. Okay, this. so use that. Uh because the jokes that you're writing now aren't going to be fresh forever, probably. Mm-hmm. So use them. Put them online. If if your job requires you to give up the open mics, put them online. Uh, look at Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham was a Instagram, not Instagram, what was the one that was a certain time? Vine. Uh, Vine. Uh, didn't he so start out on Vine? Away. Yeah. These guys started out on Vine. And it was but, but, it wasn't uh, polishing the jokes as far as jokes, and they were good jokes. They were they were okay jokes. But the main thing that Vine and that short format taught them how to do was to hone down the joke to the smallest uh, the smallest form that could be. I don't know about Bo Burnham, but I know for sure that Chris D'Elia was doing stand up prior to Vine, and okay. Vine just blew him up even bigger. Uh, I would assume it's probably the same for Bo Burnham, maybe. But if you don't have that open mic, you shouldn't close all doors because one door gets shut. That'd be stupid. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's a great way to think about it. And I, I'm glad that I'm glad that we ended up talking about this because that. Uh huh. That's what. That's why I said talk uh, about this shit. The thing I think that's bothering me the most sitting there thinking. <laughs> There's no way I could go with 
seeing my daughter one hour a night. Only seeing her sometime on the weekend. <laughs> You're a fucking goof. Only seeing her sometimes. You know, seeing her on the weekends if I'm not working. Uh, out that is the problem that. about. That's part of the reason I uh, I used to work overnights, and it was rough. I mean, you kids would come over to the house. I'd get off work, and I would be laying on the couch. Remember, you probably don't even remember mm-hmm. me watching you kids. When I got off work, Kathy would go to work, and I would be laying on the couch trying to stay awake while you kids were watching Nickelodeon or whatever, and I would catnap during the day well, while the keep thing. an eye on you guys. Everybody I've said this to, they always say, well, at least you're, you're, you're giving your daughter Ruth or giving her daughter that. Yep. I would bet anything later in her life, she would – it means more to me to spend time with her than to give her something. Yes, but I guarantee that – at least in the first couple of years, the time that you spend with her won't mean as much to her as it will to you. Yeah. So it might bother you giving up some of that time, but um, there are also those nights that I remember waking up, uh, or I would be up because I worked nights and so I was already awake, and Kathy would be sleeping because she worked during the day, and Haley would wake up, she would need something she'd wake up for whatever reason and i remember those times of taking care of her in the middle of the night as something that i i value so much making dinner i value yeah when kendra's in the bath and i'm just talking to her i value all that stuff yeah and hey that's that's why i gave up that one job and went to a job i knew nothing about it's one of the reasons uh, was because I was going to be able to work days. Yeah, but I don't know. I you mean, take I, the job that you, take the job that you can get and work to the job that you want. Ideally, this is what I was talking about with Kendra. If the money's right with a night shift job, I'd be like, why don't you just be a full time student, stay at home mom? Because by the time you get out of school, I could get on days. You know, and I would just see you if the money I get home if the money was right. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about taking my daughter somewhere. We can just stay and be one big happy family and all hang out and let dad go to work for a little while. I mean, yeah. If the money was right, that'd be fine. But like like I was telling my wife, I was like, I shouldn't be worrying about things that don't exist yet. I'm literally freaking myself out over the potential of things. Worry is interest paid on a debt that hasn't come due yet and might not even exist. Yeah, I'm literally worrying about things that don't exist. Mm-hmm. And, and and you're paying that interest on something that might not even happen. But the last time, the last time I had a really bad, like you know, psychiatric breakdown, wasn't good. Bad was when I was working. My last time I was working nights, and I fear. That oh. Again. Well, what is different between this time and that time? I don't know. I mean, now I, you know, I'm married. I have a child, and I have all that. You don't know, and you just listed three huge things. Well, here's the thing: <laughs> does my brain does does the way your brain functions, the chemical imbalance in your brain, does it give a fuck about that that type of stuff? It's just gonna do what it wants, you know. Maybe, maybe it does. I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with lack of sunlight. Also. So go out in the fucking sun and and, and get your cat nap out in the sun during the day. I don't know. Work I'll nights, goes to hang out. There. It's depressing, you know. I'm, I'm just scared. Oh, 
I understand the fear of being out of a job. I think the longest I was out of a job was like a month. And it just drove me insane when I was out of work. And it, yeah. I understand the fear. And then the, the just job. like, shit, I made the biggest mistake in my entire life. And I and you, and you it's not just one mistake. You go back over every mistake that you made throughout your entire career. And you're like, oh, that was a mistake. That was a mistake. I screwed. I'm shit. I was out of a job for two days. And then I landed two interviews. and Which is good. And uh, you have a trade skill that is valuable. Well, that's why, you know, I have a few trade skills, you know. I mean, I, I've i welded. I'm an electrician by trade. I'm a half-assed mechanic. You know? I have a skill that there's like two places. There's so few places in town that would even hire somebody like me, and they're not hiring. If they're hiring, they're hiring at minimum wage. So it sucks. For me... For you, it's not that bad. Uh, I guess I'm scared of giving up something I love. Because, listen, I've tried to get, have hobbies. I played guitar for a little while. Eventually fizzled out. I have took piano lessons. It fizzled out. I've done a lot of things. Uh, but when I decided to try stand-up, I've never had the feeling I've had with any other hobby or job or anything like that it it fills me with something that i can't even explain it's like this happiness like before i went on stage the other night i was so anxious and then the second i stepped on it's just gone I felt so confident and on top of the world that's awesome great that's an awesome feeling to have and that feeling should not be only available when you're doing that though but i think that feeling is only available when you're doing something you love Hmm. Interesting. See, I, I mean, at least in my experience. Well, great. You made me second guess my entire life now and made me feel like a piece of shit. Do you enjoy what you do? Parts blink of it. Once, yes, blink once for yes, blink twice Parts for no. Parts of it. I find enjoyment in a few things. And so, but you know what? Like I was telling my wife, if I do land this job and I'm working, you know, if I land one of these jobs and and one of them happens to be working nights or something like that, I can grind it out until she gets out of school. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, I have enough money saved. She gets a decent salary. I go work, you know, part time somewhere and go back to school myself. You know, and I just have to remind myself that whatever I do isn't forever. No, not unless I absolutely love it, then it could be forever. I'm not. I'm not um, ruling out the possibility. There are changes to be made throughout your entire life. I mean, I didn't graduate college until I was forty. Yeah. So think about that. Well, and like, you got a long way until then. Yeah, like I constantly tell myself too. I have a pressure makes diamonds. Tough times make tough people. Okay. And this isn't even close to the toughest thing I've ever been through. Well, so we've talked about bunch of stuff today a lot of heavy stuff well let's so do we want to talk about the elephant in the room yeah what's the elephant in the room your fucking strap over there next to that beanbag fucking strap dude god damn it why did you bring that uh because i gotta do a video later that i need you to 
Uh, okay, because you think you're Theo Vaughn I mean, is no, what no, you no, think. No, 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 no. It has nothing to do with Theo Vaughn. I know Theo Vaughn brings out his strap an awful lot. Yeah, he's got his strap. And I know you're a big fan of Theo Vaughn. Yeah, no, this has nothing to do with that. I brought it because I need, I need you to shoot a video. Or not shoot a video. I need to set up a video. And I need you to like kind of play a part in it. Because. Oh God! I do. Okay, I don't know about this. Go ahead, tell me my tell me my well, part. My or should I should we leave this for a surprise? No, no, no. I can tell you your part because the video will come before this. Okay. episode. So, is. what is this video for? Um, Where are you gonna put so it? So, my fantasy football league. Okay. We've been doing it for what a decade, almost. It was Adrian Peterson's rookie year, so that'd have been two thousand eight, so okay. or two thousand nine. I know nothing about fantasy football. Oh, you're gonna ask me something about football. Yeah, I'll ask you that in a minute. All right. So for fan- in, in our fantasy league, we have a trophy and a belt. And whoever wins the championship gets a trophy, gets the trophy and the belt, and they hold on to it for the year. And you've been holding on to that belt? No, I actually just received the belt today. Oh, okay. So um, you just – okay. Gotcha. Yeah. No, it has nothing to do with the Ovon. Um, I'm doing a video uh, where I'm, I'm having the belt – and I'm talking shit to Jeremy and Mike, who are the other two best teams, and, you know, to have the two other best teams okay. in the league. And we were the final three, which Mike had to play Jeremy in the semifinals. I had to play uh, my dad, I think, in the semifinals. And me and Mike both won, and I beat Mike in the championship. And it was a surprise because I started off the year with three wins and three losses in the first six games. I didn't lose a single game after that. I just ran the table, dominated, won it all. And I okay. got to talk shit to them because <clears throat> this is my first time in 10 years winning the championship. I've been to the championship three times or four times. And this is your first time first winning one. it. All right. That, okay. Now I understand why you brought the strap. I thought you were just bringing it because I know I listened to Theo Vaughn too and he always got a strap. And so I thought, man. He's the bonds with the bronze. You want to tickle that nickel? You want to feel that steel? Then you got to come through me, Cat Daddy. So I thought, man, come on, Eric. No. Get your own gig. Yeah, no, this is but for this a is a video different thing. Gotcha. To, to we'll do that video. Don, uh, not to Don, you're Don. To a video for Mike and Jeremy. Okay, because they'll cool. get it because they're pro wrestling fans too, and it's going to be pro wrestling esque. All right, cool. We can do that. What part do I play? Well, uh, I'm going to go like take a little rock, like a quote from the Rockies did that rock eyebrow too. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to take a little thing from The Rock, and uh, I'm going to be, like, talking shit to Mike in the video. And then I'm going to uh, I'm gonna have you or somebody say – or you say, well, what about Jeremy? And I'll be like, Jeremy, what's his team's name? And then you, like, go to say something, and I'll take The Rock. So it doesn't matter what his team's name is. Gotcha. Yeah, so I'm going to – All right. Yeah, that's why I brought it. All right, so cool. And that video you'll post where? Uh, I'll post it to Facebook to tag them in it. You can post it to Facebook. You can post it to our Instagram page. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably do it. Sure That'd be maybe. good. Why not? You can do Instagram videos, right? Strap too. Hold that thing up. I know it's. That's, that's a real strap. That's a good strap. That's ten pounds of gold. So you, uh, yeah, you can do Instagram videos, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. I haven't played with our Instagram yet, and I know that you set one up, and I don't understand we just it. Hit Seventy followers, which is crazy. I don't understand it. Maybe I should. Dig into it a little bit. I have a video for you from last week's episode. It's a little surprise. From our episode? Yes, because remember I've been doing some video recording that I'm not doing this week. Oh, you motherfucker. Yeah, I remember you putting up that, setting up that I video. I have a trick up my sleeve. Okay, you got a trick up your sleeve of our recorded video from last week. Yes. Are you going to put that on Instagram? Uh, yes, I will. Or are you going to show me first and ask my permission? No. What did I do? Yeah, nothing to do with you. 
what does it have to do with? You'll see. Uh, okay, a mystery. That is great for podcasting. Mm-hmm. People are listening. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, they'll see. All right, so ask me your football question. Okay, so there is a controversial thing that happened in the NFC Championship. All right, I'm going to preface this by saying I know nothing about football. Exactly. At all. Which is why I want to ask you this. There was the today this past weekend was the uh conference championship games. The winners of these games play in the Super Bowl. Okay. The New Orleans Saints and the Los Angeles Rams were playing in the NFC Championship. The game was pretty back and forth all game long. And at the end, there was a very controversial call that put that changed the game. Okay. It if the Saints would have gotten the call like they should have because it was blatant, then they could either have made a field goal, went to score a touchdown. It remains to be seen. They ended up not getting the call, and they lose the game. Do you, And there's people now calling to replay the end of that game. Now, keep in mind, in football, this is a 60-minute game. This okay. was 20 seconds. Do you think... Like Because this is the only time in my life I've ever seen this. People are calling to replay the end of that game. Oh, Do to you, actually get the players out and, and redo, redo it. it. Call a redo. Yeah. No. Exactly. Okay. No. Tell me Absolutely why. Not. I want to hear it from somebody that doesn't understand um, football and see if it coincides with Okay. Um, what happens, happens. Now, if I don't, I don't know anything about it, uh-huh. uh, do they have... Instant replay, video playback. Not on this specific. Not on these. Not on this penalty. Okay. Uh, in that case, you have to rely on uh, whoever's officiating the game to make the correct call. Yeah. If they did not make the call that you like, it doesn't matter. That is the rules of the game. Mm-hmm. Now, if they had instant replay, video playback, I I don't even know what this call is that you're talking about. But if they had instant replay, where they could go onto the field and say, okay. This is what happened to make the correct call because they had multiple camera angles, which you say they don't. They do have multiple camera angles, but can't, they can't. They can't. They can't go back and. They can't go back and change. Okay, since they can't review on the field at the time, they can't at all. Not right. the penalty. Since they cannot do that, then that is part of the rules of the game. Sorry, it sucks. It that, sucks for the people who are on the losing end. And you can complain all you want, but that is the rules of the game. If you want to change that, change it to where the officiators can go and look at instant replays. They're talking about doing that now on pass hey, interference calls. that's fine, but that does not apply to games already played. So let me tell you, that that's actually pretty spot on. Pretty spot on. I'm actually impressed. But that just goes to show... That's because I'm a logical person. Well, I know nothing about it. That just goes to show that the Saints fans are delusional, and them calling for this... Hey, yo, if you, that's why I want to ask you because you know nothing about it. So I want yeah. you to take a person that would be completely unbiased and see what they think. If people are saying uh, that it should be that way, it's, they are very upset about losing. And they are hoping for a world that should be instead of the world that is. Well, this was my thing on it. The game is 60 minutes long. That was 20 seconds. If you don't want to leave the game in the hands of the referees, do something about it and dominate. Drew Brees, the quarterback for the Saints, he threw an interception earlier eh, in the game. Yeah, don't I, let that happen. That's pops Do better. better. Pops and buzzes to me. I don't know. Well, all, I'm all I know is, is that it, what you described is that if you want video playback on the field, do it. 
Well, I, I toss it up to this, and I guess you can kind of zone out here. This is just for the listeners. Um, okay, oh. I can stare at the wall? Yeah. <whistles> Without whistling. What? Without whistling. I have to stop whistling? Yeah. So the way I put it is this past weekend, Henry oh, Cejudo oh, sh- Henry Cejudo knocked out T.J. Dillashaw. They call it, they made an early stoppage, and I see oh, and people are too. very upset with the T.J. Dillashaw early stoppage. But at the same time, don't get dropped, and you don't have that problem. Maybe so now we can proceed. Welcome back, Don. Oh, I was just thinking about something. I was thinking about waxing my car. Waxing your car. So do we have anything else to talk about in three drink minimum? <laughs> no, I think or we're good. It, we're at 48 minutes. So what are we talking about in last call? Last uh, call, we're going to talk about the new season of Crashing. New season of Crashing. He holds uh, HBO thing. Uh, I don't know what we got. Nope. Yeah, it'll just be that. Cause we went over my comedy deal. Uh, yeah, crashing. Uh, and if we think of anything uh, after mm-hmm. we stop here, we can do that. But as it is, this has been three drink minimum. Check us out on Twitter at three drink minimum. That is also Instagram at three drink minimum. Email us at three drink minimum at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. And uh, send smoke signals to the east. To the east. And. Uh, Fuck if I know what else wait, how else can they contact us? Um if there's anybody out there and the star is not going supernova and you are actually trying to reach us, um like from four point five million miles or million light years away. Yeah, uh get it here if you might be traveled into time and you're a time traveler and you actually maybe went back that far and you Okay, are we're not talking about present. aliens, we're talking about time travelers now? Uh, we're talking you about You make no that. sense. Well, one thing I do know that does make sense is last call is coming. Audio. All right, bye.